Hi guys, welcome back to Dive. So this is going to be our first ever episode of Cop Week. So very excited for that. <laughs> so essentially the way this week is going to work is that every day we will release an episode uh, featuring one of our peers from Systems at University of Waterloo, where they essentially share their experiences so far at their first Cop, the application process, and some tips for you guys. Um, uh, as grade 12 students or even Waterloo students who are applying right now, we know a lot of BAME and COMSA students are actually applying right now. So we thought this could be useful for you guys as well. And also to everyone else who is at different universities who's just curious about the co-op process. Yeah, so we're just super happy to introduce our first ever guest, Joss. So why don't you just like start us off and introduce yourself? Um, hello, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Jocelyn Murphy and I am in Systems Design Engineering at University of Waterloo, as Ignor and Esther mentioned. Um, I was born and raised in Waterloo, so I have a little bit of a unique experience um, coming to the University of Waterloo. And yeah, I'm currently working as a software developer at a local company called Avic Networks and very excited to share my experience. Ah, cool. Awesome. I actually never knew you were from Waterloo. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. No, yeah, that's so sick. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about your company and like essentially a little bit more details about your position and your role and the key tasks that you work on every single day? Uh, sure. So my company, Avic Networks, is a company that uh, it, it's a little bit complicated. It develops software that essentially helps um, IT guys, <laughs> if you have in your mind, like <laughs> IT guys, it helps them map out networks so that um, when they're servicing clients that aren't necessarily like, so in a typical company, there's IT people who help out um, like their specific network, but they sell to people who are called MSPs. And MSPs are IT guys that essentially travel around and they help a bunch of different companies. Um, so there's a lot of value in them being able to get a map of the networks that they're working with really quickly. So Avic is essentially a product that maps out this nice diagram of how all the devices in a network are connected and makes it super easy um, for these MSPs to do their job. It's a pretty niche uh, customer, I would say. It's not super accessible um, as a student to I even know what like networking and stuff is. It's been quite the journey. Um, but yeah, so that's what Avic does. And in my job, um, what they have me working on primarily is some UI stuff. Um, I'm still kind of at the beginning of my work term, so I've been doing a lot of, um, they give me tickets, so different tasks to do that are very focused on me learning versus actually contributing a lot to the main product that they're working on. Um, but it's still been really great um, to get my hands on some of the code that they work on and have the mentorship from the older people that I'm working with. Oh, that's so cool. It's so interesting hearing about like other people's like work lives because I feel like every company is so different. So could yeah. you just like, talk about, I don't know, like one day, like a day in your life? <laughs> uh, sure. Um, I'd say, I don't know. I wouldn't say every day is different. They're all pretty similar, especially with the pandemic. <laughs> but I'd say on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis, I'd have a few meetings. Um, some of them are things like sprint planning. So all of our work happens in um, two-week sprints where we pick a bunch of, um, they're called tickets, but they're essentially like small tasks that are broken down. Um, so like fixing a bug or adding new features. Um, we plan all of these tickets that we want to do for the week um, and assign them to people or for two weeks. Uh, over the course of the two weeks, we each kind of work on them. I have a lot of, um, currently, like I do a lot of pair programming um, with some of the more senior software developers um, because I am a first year and they recognize <laughs> that 
Um, there's a lot for me to learn before I can be a super powerful contributor to the team. Um, <laughs> you guys are giggling because I know the same is for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, definitely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I do a lot of pair programming. I have meetings that are like planning the sprint, um, looking back at the sprint, seeing how we did. Um, there's also a few socials here and there. Um, usually they're pretty informal. Uh, they have suggested playing among us as a team, but that hasn't like, <laughs> happened yet. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm actually the only co-op student at my company. So I spend a lot of time um, working directly with people who are quite a bit older than me um, in comparison to some people who have a lot of co-ops at their company. Oh, wow. That couldn't be like more different from where I work. It's literally full of just Waterloo co-op students. (laughs) I'm like right in the middle. I just have one other co-op student that I work with and it's just me and him and this together. We're like calling every single day, just freaking stuff out. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, I remember. um, So the way that I actually got this job is I worked um, I worked here in high school. um, And when I first worked here, I had um, like I had three other high school students working with me as well. So that process was very much like, oh, our bosses gave us a thing to do. Do you know how to do it? No. Like, (laughs) do you know how? No. Um, And then we'd kind of get in a room together. This was in person as well. And we'd brainstorm and we'd come up with something together by the end of the day. Uh, But now it's very much more um, independent or seeking out advice from people who are older than me who often actually know how to tell me what the right answer is versus kind of taking some wild guesses. Both experiences are valuable though, I think. No, that's really um, interesting and impressive how you got a co-op during high school. Do you want to talk a little bit more about how you ended up getting that co-op and maybe some advice for current high school students who might be interested? Um, Okay, sure. Uh, So this is kind of interesting. I wouldn't say tons of people do this in high school, um, but by... Growing up in Waterloo, I think it's, it's very different than growing up in a lot of other places um, because a lot of the kids at my school, um, they saw each other like trying to work for different professors and uh, like their parents are professors or their parents work in high tech or um, there, there's a lot of hustle to like, I don't know, like cure cancer or like do all these really <laughs> intense extracurriculars. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like there's, there's kids from my school Um, that have been like going to Harvard while I was there or like getting the Schulich scholarship at Waterloo like it's been it's it's really intense growing up in Waterloo especially at the high school that I went to Um, so honestly like trying to get a summer internship it wasn't super common but it was um, it wasn't that unusual Um, and the way that I went about that is I kind of drafted this this uh this like cover letter that wasn't typically like oh I want to work at your company because but I kind of pitched like hey, I really want to figure out what I want to do with my life. I really want to experience what it's like to work in software before I commit to engineering or CS um, because I wasn't really sure if that's the path that I wanted to take. And I was having quite a hard time in grade 11 um, figuring that out. So yeah, I went to a few local companies. Um, One of them was like, okay, what the hell? (laughs) Like, Let's see if we can make this work. Um, And then they ended up expanding it to a few, few other kids. Um, so it was, it was cool. It was, I was really grateful that they were able to provide the opportunity for me. Um, and I think the lesson it really taught me is that, um, like the benefit of (laughs) companies hiring co-op students, I feel like I've struggled to understand for quite a while. Like, why would you hire me if I don't really have skills? I think that's kind of an attitude a lot of people 
um, applying to software jobs might have. Like, what what do you, what can I even contribute to your company at this <laughs> yeah. point? Like, I know I know zero things. Um, but um, then I kind of came to the realization that like, oh, the workforce can't just be a bunch of old people that never age and just continue to work for their <laughs> entire lives. So um, I think a lot of co-op employers, they also want to hire students to invest in them and they hope that they come back, which is what ended up happening with my company in this co-op term. So yeah, very grateful that they invested in me. Wow, that's, it's so crazy because like when me and Iknar came into um, Waterloo, because we're from Mississauga, mm-hmm. um, we literally like looked at everyone like and stalked some of their LinkedIn's being like, oh my goodness, people have like internships from high school when literally both of us like just decided on doing tech in like grade 12. Um, so we felt like we were super out of the loop. So that's really interesting hearing like growing up in Waterloo, your experience. Um, but I'm just like wondering, did you, because you said that you work, you're working at the same company as you did in high school. Did you like also apply to other companies through Waterloo Works? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to try it out. Um, the way I ended up actually going back to my old company is I applied to some companies. I had some interviews. Um, the interviews were kind of bizarre, not going to lie. <laughs> uh, they, they were they were interesting. Uh, didn't give me the best vibes. Um, and I kind of, with the pandemic and everything, I was like, I don't know. Am I in a position to no rank a company? Um, knowing that like I might not get another opportunity uh, to get an interview and stuff. Um, and so I just reached out to my old company and I was like, are you hiring? I didn't see anything on Waterloo Works because um, typically they are a Waterloo Works employer. Um, and then they they essentially were just like, we'd love to have you back. And I was like, OK, <laughs> if you're just going to offer me a job like that. Like, <laughs> I wasn't even asking for a job. I was just like, are you hiring? And then they were like, oh, my goodness, you want to come back? <laughs> so I was very grateful for that. I definitely took a lot of the pressure off. No, that's so cool. Wow. I wish that was me. You know, <laughs> didn't try that hard in high school. We're just wasting our time. So. Yeah. Um, how did you guys get your, how did you guys uh, do the whole Waterloo Works process and end up with the jobs that you have right now? Oh, it was um, <laughs> tragic. Because yeah, like, <laughs> like, okay, Waterloo Works is like really intimidating. Um, like when you first look at it, because, well, Ikra and I are pretty lucky because both of our older siblings went to Waterloo for engineering. Mm-hmm. So they, they kind of like showed us how to do it. But yeah, I just remember both of us like one weekend, we just applied to like the 50 jobs. We wrote like like 25 cover letters and we just like sent out all the applications. It was like a lot. No, yeah. it's like intense, bro. Like I remember literally grinding all night to get these cover letters <laughs> out and I was like, just one more. And it's like, and it's like kind of nerve wracking because like you also have school while you're like applying to all these jobs. So it can like really pile up on you, like all the stress. Yeah, that was that's totally relatable. I was actually living in residence um, this term and on the nights that Waterloo works were due or like the mornings we would all get in this room together and we would just like grind out the Waterloo works applications (laughs) only to get like like one out of us would get like one interview after all of us like five people had applied to over 300 jobs. Oh my god. Yeah, because like I also applied um, like externally on LinkedIn for some of the jobs. And I think literally out of like, like 70 jobs, I got like two interviews and I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm looking forward to hopefully that process getting easier. I feel like we're through the absolute worst odds that we could possibly have before we graduate. 
Um, oh no, definitely. <laughs> with COVID, with being first years, um, there's nowhere to go but up, I guess. One of my friends actually had a lot of success um, with some of the mentorship programs like Tech Plus, um, kind of meeting a mentor, building that bond, and then um, asking for like references and stuff or asking if they know people that work at different companies they're interested in. Um, she was able to actually successfully get a lot of references to some great companies. And that's kind of like a, a little known backdoor on how to get some interviews. So I definitely recommend um, checking out some of the mentorship programs that Waterloo offers because there's there's a lot of perks there as well. Yes. Um, yeah. a, a kind of the same thing happened to me where my sister, um, well, like, I knew someone who like worked under like my CEO and he like introduced me. So that's like how I knew he like went over my, my resume and that's how I, I'm pretty sure I got my interview. Well, like <laughs> it like helped mm-hmm. that like my friend like introduced me. But yeah, so Ikner and I were both part of Tech Plus last semester. And yeah. I think we both liked our mentors. Like I talked to her yesterday, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually haven't talked to my mentor in like so long. Okay, the thing was, okay, I like enjoyed myself in too many mentorship programs. So oh, me have, too. Like, oh, my goodness. And I keep doing it. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like you can't get away from it. Like, I had three mentors or like four mentors, something like that, by the end of it. And I was like, what? And, like, I, like, low-key just, like, picked and choose, like, <laughs> my favorite mentor. Sorry if anybody is listening. But, so, like, I, like, talked to one of my mentors. Um, I got it from the side chat. But she's one of the mentors that I talk to, like, really frequently. But some of my other mentors, we kind of just got, like, lost in the loop. We kind of all just got busy. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally relate to that. I, there was a period of time where I was, like, thank you, systems. Like, like our program is so good for mentorship. I had, like, a side mentor. I had someone reviewing my resume from side who was kind of like a mentor. And then I had informal mentors from side. And everyone, like, the second we got here, it's such a great family vibe. But it's also, like, wow. <laughs> everyone wants to mentor me and I can't say no because that's rude because you're just trying to help me succeed um <laughs> definitely a lot to take on balancing like a bajillion mentor meetings yeah and like especially when you have like a lot of them after one another it becomes pretty repetitive where you just like ask yeah. the same questions or like you talk about the same things for an hour yeah. Oh, yeah that being said did I sign up for tech plus this semester <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Did I sign up for the Women in Engineering Mentorship Program? Yes. So I can't get away from it, but it's all my own doing. So yeah, I also love that about systems. Like I'd rather them be trying so hard to help us succeed than ignoring us. So yeah, I would say we're very lucky in that sense because compared to some of the other end programs, they're like very like isolating and like not that like like vibey. I would say and like like as you guys mentioned earlier like networking is so so important especially in the tech industry like your connections can take you so far and like all the references you have so these mentorships in the future will help us so much and we're so lucky that we have this opportunity to like find all these cool people who are like willing to help us Mm -hmm. yeah I honestly picked systems because the people seemed so cool um yeah that's been worth it honestly I'm I'm happy with my decision even if I don't want to necessarily learn all the random physics courses that we have to do (laughs) felt that (laughs) yeah um but you know what I like thought was quite interesting so your company in high school must have like loved you if they just like offered you a job (laughs) right um could you like talk about I don't know how you were like an outstanding intern I guess (laughs) um hmm this is all speculation here, but I, 
I would say um, that there's a lot of people who kind of work and they're there and they're just trying to be the best at coding or whatever, and they don't take the time to actually get to know the coworkers around them. Um, I think something that something that is appreciated is like try to be a person. You're working with other people. People like to have fun. This sounds like dumb advice, but um, even with the person that I'm working really closely with, that's often pair programming with me, they'll be like, you're a fun co-op. Like, this is, <laughs> this is fun. They actually seem to be enjoying themselves. Um, and I am too. So I think that um, like taking the time to actually get to know your coworkers and not just use them as like resources to learn from, um, doing more in terms of like engaging with the people you work with beyond just showing up every day and coding and only talking to the other co-ops. I think, I think building bonds with the people you work with is really important. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That, yeah. that is like so relatable. Um, yeah. I feel like if you just like go into it being like, oh my gosh, like I just want to like code. I just want to like blah, blah, blah all day. And you don't like take the time to like build these relationships your co-op is so much worse, mm-hmm. like so much worse. Um, like for example, my co-op, like my team is made of like six other interns and we have like game nights every Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think that a lot of the time, not every Waterloo student obviously, but I think there are companies who experience like the co-op student who is really shy or like is just not super social. And I think that it's probably refreshing um, when people actually make an effort to kind of like just talk to you. I don't know. It's different in person too, because you can like see people in the hallway and wave and talk to them. I don't know, by the free company snacks or whatever, but um, (laughs) something that I did this time is I set up a bunch of like one-on-one meetings with everybody on my team. So I could just like chat with them when I first started, um, which I thought was really helpful because now when I ask them for help, I actually have some context into who I'm talking to. No, because I've been trying to do that as well. So because I'm working with the ministry, a lot of the people I'm working with are, like, a lot older. And there's not that many, like, I guess, like, young people, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And, like, so I've, I've been, like, reaching out to a bunch of people from, like, different units and stuff. Just, like, like literally emailing them, being like, oh, like, we should, like, set up a call to, like, chat and stuff. And I've gotten to talk to a couple of those people. And it was so, like, refreshing to be able to, I guess, build relationships. And, like, the co-op felt more real. Because when you're online... You're just sitting in front of your desk. It just kind of seems like meaningless work. And it's just like, doesn't you don't see the value behind it. But when you talk to all these people and like kind of get to know their insight and why they're working for this company and like why are they so passionate about the work they're doing, it really kind of brings it all to life. Mm-hmm. My favorite question is always, especially since we're like 18, 19, like we don't know anything about life. But <laughs> um, my favorite question to start with is always like, tell me your life story in five minutes or less. And it's not just the things people have done with their life but the things that they choose to share with you are so interesting and you get to like come across stuff that you would never like talk about with people in their day-to-day life like one person told me they love animation and they went to school to be like an animator because they wanted to do that at Pixar but then they ended up working in Europe for like a publishing company and then all of a sudden now they're like a technical writer and other people are like oh my family um, was just like this family from a TV show growing up. And so you learn, <laughs> you learn really interesting things about people. And I think often we just kind of think of the people that we work with as people that we work with. And we think that like, oh, that's the only context I can ever talk to them in. But just, I don't know. I like learning about people. So yeah, hot tip. <laughs> um, How is your like company culture? I'm like curious. Um, 
It's been interesting actually working there in person and working there online uh, to, to show kind of a comparison of like the same company, but in both ways. Um, I would say my company is actually known for having great company culture. Um, they used to have like potluck, like company sponsored <laughs> lunches. Like we'd get great food from Waterloo and there'd be a huge like buffet line and we'd all eat together. Um, they have like a polar bear costume that they bring in the trade <laughs> shows. Like there's a lot of really fun stuff. Um, now I would say it's a little bit, it's, it's definitely difficult to maintain company culture online. Um, but I think that the people that they've hired um, are really incredible. They're great people. Um, that's like one of their policies, I think, is uh, no assholes. Like they're not allowed to hire them. They're just like, it's not cool. We don't want to work with them. Um, oh my God. And they tell us that in our, onbo- in our onboarding. They're like, no assholes is one of our policies. Um, <laughs> so the people that I work with are really incredible. It's definitely harder um, to connect just like online because everything has to be so intentional. Um, but I've really received like a lot of support and a lot of mentorship. And there's like a significant effort from the leadership of the company to still try and like have socials, despite being a company that's almost 200 people. Um, there's, yeah, like different levels of leadership definitely try to like bond the teams together and stuff, which I really appreciate. Yeah, I, I think, really good. yeah, I think for anyone like listening who's like applying right now, like, understanding the company culture is so important um like before I would interview my sister would always like tell me you gotta like do a vibe check (laughs) to like to see what the vibe of the company is because like a lot of times for example if someone just like wants to work in a huge company where they just like get given like tasks and they just do it by themselves versus like a startup where like they want your input where they have like a lot of social meetings like it's really important to understand like the company culture because that's like the environment you're going to be putting yourself in for literally like four months so mm-hmm. it's also been really yeah, interesting did... oh sorry no, sorry go ahead it's been interesting to see um how like my different friends in systems how their different experiences have been so my one friend's working for a startup and her life is crazy like she has to have meetings at 9 p.m and like socials at 9 30 in the morning and Uh, She has a lot of random tasks all over the place as a startup. And I I feel like I kind of have struck a nice happy medium where my meetings aren't random and all over the place. But also it's not like I feel like I'm lost in a huge corporate company, but definitely different experiences based on company size. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like my company is so new. Um, It literally well, like my CEO has like like I guess like his main company <laughs> and but then he started like this other company that I'm currently working at literally like like March 2020 um, so <laughs> it's time to start a company <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> but it's kind of interesting because like when he created the company it was like built for remote work mm-hmm. um, so it's been super interesting but yeah like it's so small so like we have to do like so many different things. Like I signed up for software, but in the first two weeks I ended up doing like design and research. Um, so it's super interesting. What does your company do? Okay, this is kind of hard to explain. <laughs> but so basically my company is called Year Zero Studios and it's a- Wait, I know about them. Are you working with Amanda? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Oh my God, I totally forgot. Yeah, I'm working with Amanda. <laughs> Um, we're actually on the same project team. <laughs> so there's like eight different projects that basically make up the company and we got put into the same project team, which was kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
no, it's crazy to like when every time Esther tells me about her day and like what she's doing and like how's it been going, it's like nothing like my day, and I'm like shook every single time. I'm like, wow, <laughs> like the variety and the range that is in like different crops is kind of crazy. What's your job like, McNair? Um, my job is like I, I would say different in the sense that be, like there's not that many cop students, and like since it's like I guess like a bigger company i guess like it's the ministry so it's like pretty large scaled and i'm just part of one specific branch and then one specific unit of that branch so it's (laughs) like i don't have that much like stuff to do like i'm very limited in the sense of what i can do and it's not like a large variety of work but what i like about it is that like because i'm working within a small unit i guess we're all kind of tight-knit like my managers and like some of the other people i work with we're all very close together and we're, be- we're able to build like strong relationships and kind of get our work done. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, mostly I've just been doing like, cause like, oh my God, this is such a like government problem, <laughs> but um, we haven't been able to get our VPNs yet. And in order to like, like do the work we need to do, like build a website, we need the VPN. So until then we're just like doing like such random work, like across like different branches and different units, like whoever needs any like UX or UI help, like we're just working with them so it's like very random right now like literally yesterday I was working on a project for the federal government and like the day before it was like a project for this other random ministry so it's like all over the place right now (laughs) but yeah yeah it's just literally like whoever like it's like so many projects that are like not related at all whoever just needs UX help like we just have to like do the stuff like building prototypes or whatever but (laughs) within the next week we should hopefully start working on the main website (laughs) Yeah, but just to, like, end it off a little bit, do you have, like, just any advice for anyone just, like, applying to co-op right now? I know that's, like, a super general question, but if you could talk about, like, I don't know, the three most important things you think that would go into it? Hmm. Interesting. Okay, three most important things. I'd say, first of all, um, look at your existing network of people or try to grow your network. Um, last minute's probably not going to be super possible, but like reach out to upper years that you know, um, join clubs where you'll be able to meet older people, like look into your own personal networks. If your parents have like friends that run companies or if you have that type of connection, like I think that trying to break through, especially right now, trying to break through the Waterloo Works um, system is very difficult as a first year because I think a lot of the time they just go, oh, they're in 1A, like why would we interview them? But I think that in an interview, you're really able to show off um, what makes you special and you can like kind of prove that you're capable of doing the job even though you might be young. So definitely look to your own um, personal networks and work on um, trying to meet people, not just to use them, but like, um, (laughs) not just to use them, but like these relationships are really important um, because you can kind of uplift each other, um, definitely. In terms of kind of writing your resume, I know this is really uh, cliche, but I got a lot of advice in terms of like uh, making sure that in each bullet point that you describe the impact that you actually had using numbers and quantifying the work that you've done Um, and also really tailoring your resume. So there was one person that um, sent their resume into a group chat and asked us to all openly critique it, which was very brave of them. I I don't think I'd be able to do that. but the resume, it had stuff like lifeguarding, but it was highlighting skills like like watched a pool, stuff like that, which is like not really super relevant. But there's a lot of really good leadership skills in there, right? So um, framing your experiences, even if they're not technical, in a way that um, demonstrates your transferable skills. 
and highlights like when people read your resume, they should be able to know what type of job you're applying for um, because it should scream like I'm trying to be a software developer. So if that means putting tons of projects on it instead of like working at the grocery store, then <laughs> then do what you got to do. But it should be clear what kind of job you want from the resume that you're submitting. Um, hmm. And then what's the third thing I'd say? Um, I don't know. I think if you're unable to find a job or if you're unable to find a job this term, um, I'm wishing you the best in finding one. But if you're unable to find a job, um, know that there's so much that you can be doing to build your skills in the meantime, and that sometimes taking a job that's completely irrelevant to the field you want to work in and doesn't have a great vibe might not be as worthwhile as taking some time to like work on some projects or start a podcast, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not the end of the world. Um, a lot of people missed out on a co-op term um, this year because of COVID. And um, at the end of the day, there's so much learning that can be done both like on the job and through other projects. So everything will be okay. Hang in there. Oh, that was a positive message at the end right <laughs> yeah oh my like that's like such a good thing to keep in mind because when Iknor and I were applying like I'm, I think it was like cycle one we were we were putting so much pressure on ourselves to like get a job in cycle one and we we're like oh my god if we don't get a job like our life will be over blah 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 but like in reality <laughs> like your job isn't well like at least your first internship or like your x number of internships does not like determine who you are like it doesn't determine like what you're going to do with your life like Josh said you could like do so many cool side projects and do things with your free time so yes yeah, so we really want to emphasize that your co-op is not like your whole life mm -hmm. be gentle yeah. with yourself <laughs> yes I agree yeah so I guess we can just end it off by saying thank you so much Joss, first of all, for sharing your experience and taking the time out of your wonderfully busy day. I know for sure you have a lot of things planned. Oh, yeah, for sharing so some much time. to do. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of sharing your experiences. I'm sure Esther and I both learned a lot from your experiences as this kind of being your second cop in a way and all the things you learned from your first cop. And you had some great insights and I'm sure everybody else in our audience would appreciate all the advice you gave them. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to hearing all of the other interviews that you end up posting during co-op week. Yeah, so yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs>